0: Welcome to Elevator Etiquette. I'm Nick Sickleton. Elevator Etiquette is a design studio project focused on sharing information and resources for creatives to promote a strong sense of mental health and self-awareness. On this episode, we're discussing the etiquette of a healthy career and what that means for you within your specialized field. But before we get into it, I want to bring focus to our toolkits for a moment. Elevator Etiquette provides comprehensive toolkits based on years of experience working with studios, agencies, and the world's largest brands, all with the goal to help you grow strategically and creatively while maintaining a high level of self-care and mental awareness. Our toolkits exist to bring transparency to the creative process, regardless of experience level, and I encourage you to utilize this podcast alongside our toolkits to build your creative pitch or presentation. You can explore all of our toolkits at ElevatorEtiquette.com. Now let's get into the etiquette of a healthy career. Earlier this year, I was a judge on a panel of creative industry professionals. We were asked to review graduates' portfolios coming out of their senior programs in graphic design and marketing. The panel consisted of different types of creatives, from designers and art directors to creative directors like myself and studio owners. But overall, the goal was the same, to prepare graduates for the world they were about to enter by providing real transparent and pointed feedback regarding their work. The format was six rounds over three hours, each lasting 30 minutes to review their work and not surprisingly a question among many others continued to surface during each session. That being, how do I navigate the space I'm about to enter? This question, among many others that we'll cover in later episodes, came about due to how I went about interviewing students and reviewing their work. And I may have been self-associating from my time as a design student in college years ago, but if I were in their shoes, I most likely wouldn't be taking the feedback I'd received from a stranger and immediately open... Creative Suite to make changes to then recreate my entire portfolio with the knowledge that I'd be graduating in a few days. So instead, the structure I utilized was to spend 15 minutes reviewing their work, pointing out projects they should keep and projects that were deemed unnecessary. In theory, removing the work that didn't contribute any further to their books and instead making sure the priority was quality and not quantity. After that, we'd spend the remaining 15 minutes discussing the real world that they were about to enter, and how they should navigate it, with all of its nuance and complexity. As a side note, if you ever have the opportunity to take part in a portfolio review, I highly encourage you consider this format, if it's time pending. The learnings on both sides seem to be very substantial and insightful, and in fact is the reason behind this episode. I believe each student walked away with clarity and overall inspiration within the world that they were about to grow within as creatives and designers. For the sake of the conversation, let's move past the first 15 minutes. That's where I reviewed their portfolios, and instead, we'll lean into the second 15 minutes of each session, which is where the quality and the heart of the information revealed itself. Over those 15 minutes, the discussion focused so much on common current themes that are realistic and certainly valid to question. Artificial intelligence, agencies, software, brand side versus agency side, lifestyle, work-life balance, invoices, day rates, you name it. All exposing an overwhelming clarity that the world the students are entering is full of many unknowns and more than there were when I graduated. That said, For today, we'll focus on how to pick projects that give us the clearest path to success, considering that's one of the most popular questions that came about during this review. So what is the formula that lends itself to getting you good exposure with the ability to earn what you're worth, and maybe most importantly, allowing you to enjoy the work that you're doing through your long career? Breaking it down, we can reverse engineer those key points and expand upon those criteria a little bit more. Let's look at this through the lens of a visual metaphor. Visualizing a triangle, let's say each point representing one part of an entire job or project. The top point represents exposure. The bottom left, profit. The bottom right, let's say enjoyment or pleasure. Let's elaborate and spend some time on exposure first. Something so important to our careers and growth revolves around the work we do, both being public and of high quality. If the work involves only one of those two key features, our work becomes counterproductive because exposure without quality creates dead ends due to lackluster design or subpar results. On the other hand, if you've produced high quality work without any exposure, you've again found another dead end. But when the two go hand in hand, you've now put yourself in a position that lends itself to naturally generate more leads and more work potential. So that's how we approach exposure. Being mindful that the work you create is the highest quality that you can produce while also putting it out there for the world to see without the expectations of designing for the world. You should start by designing for yourself and creating something that you see as good and leaning into that i think a good resource and good example and a reference that i continue to turn to is rick rubin and how he uses metaphors in the way he creates work help us design for ourselves and understand what is good and what is unique about the work that we do now let's move on to profit profit ultimately is the easiest to navigate If it satisfies your bottom line and it makes sense, then it's obviously something that you should seriously consider. That said, and where it abstracts, is that the bottom line is different for most all of us. So it comes down to personal need, and if it exceeds the needs that we have, that's even better. Where profit can cause discrepancy is when profit is the only corner of the triad that the project or job fulfills that tends to lead to burnout, a lack of passion, or feeling like you've hit a dead end. To add to that complexity, most of these negative aspects come together considering burnout sometimes comes from that feeling of being stagnant or unfulfilled. Leaning into the final corner of the triad, that being enjoyment or pleasure, this is equally important to exposure and profit. It's straightforward if you know what makes you happy in your career, but it can also be something that comes with experience and from certain positions that only time can pressure test. For me, I find myself being most happy and experiencing enjoyment when I'm on the brand side. I enjoy branding, design systems, and establishing a foundation of identity for a brand, whether that be establishing rules and structure be it the picture frame around the picture or creating the picture itself and maintaining the guidelines and rules within the picture frame. While I had an idea early on in my career, that experience solidified it and sometimes course-corrected my strengths. Enjoyment for you over time may be the same experience, and it may not be. Now that we've got the understanding of the triad metaphor covered, Let's go back to the graduate review. Each one of these graduate students, over time, will learn through their experiences what their principles settle on with regards to enjoyment, profit, and exposure. Some graduates may rest on their introverted personalities and not consider exposure as important as enjoyment or profit. That's what makes this tool so dynamic and useful for each one of us because it sits purely within our own preferences. And to turn away from the metaphor and back into the bigger picture, that's why I started Elevator Etiquette. And over time, I hope it becomes a strong resource for you and I to explore and discover the parts of our creativity that lead to mentally healthy and creatively successful careers. Thanks for joining the quick discussion today. And as a reminder, I encourage you to utilize this podcast alongside the toolkits found at elevatoretiquette.com. See you next time.